Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. My name's Nick Shields, and today you'll be hearing myself and Ruben Barrick, co-founders of ShieldlessMag.com, and we have on the line Eduardo Sanchez. Eduardo works at Slappy's Garage Skate Shop in San Diego, California. He is also a very talented photographer and has contributed many photos to our magazine. We catch up with Ed to see what it's like working at a skate shop during a pandemic, as well as talk a little about how he got into photography, who some of his favorite photographers are, and shoot the shit about some general skate shop talk, like our favorite brands. We hope you enjoy the episode, and if you do, make sure to share it on Instagram and tag us at ShieldlessMag. Make sure to follow Eduardo on Instagram at Eduardo, E-D-U-A-R-T-O-E. Thank you, and cheers. Now it's a quarantine call from your buddy's Nick Rubin at that shieldless mag. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Gonna gonna talk about skateboarding, talk about toilet paper hoarding, talk about working from home and getting unemployed and standing in the washing your hands. It's a quarantine call. Welcome back to another episode of Quarantine Call with Shieldless Mag. My name is Nick Shields, co-founder of ShieldlessMag.com. On the line today, as always, we got the other co-founder of Shieldless Mag, Ruben Barrick. How you doing, Ruben? I'm doing well. Good evening, gents. Cheers. Good evening. And also on the call today is our good friend, Eduardo Sanchez. What's up, Ed? What up, boys? Everybody listening? <laughs> Um, Eduardo is a very talented photographer, as well as he works a day job down at Slappy's Garage Skate Shop in San Diego, California. Um, how are things uh, going for you during this pandemic, dude? Um, as far as my personal life or as far as uh, the job? All, all, all together, overall, man. Um well, not to make anything a long story, but basically, as pretty much as soon as all this stuff started happening, um, we pretty much had to kick it into gear and, like, figure it out. You know, it was like fucking adapt or get left behind sort of situation. And, uh, I mean, we still got to pay bills and we still got to, like, figure out how to make money. So, um I think it was like a month and a half ago now, like I just took every board off of the wall, all the wheels out of the rack, out of the cabinets, all the trucks out of the cabinets and just started taking pictures of everything with this little like DIY uh, backdrop in the shop. And Mm -hmm. so I, I mean, like I have my camera that I take photos with, so they come out a little nicer than they would if I didn't have one. Um, and mm-hmm. so it just, like, it became this thing, like, initially we were just going to start an online store for our shop products. Um, so that was going to be our shop decks, our shop grip, um, our, our shirts, our hoodies, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Um, and so initially that's all it was. And then um, that was, like, the first big step because 
uh, an online store was kind of like the new frontier to us. You know, it was like something that was always in the back of our minds, but we never really like pushed for it. As like, and just to put things into perspective, like we already have the domain name for like six months, and every like what like seventh of the month, Jason would like hit me up, and he'd be like. Hey, uh, we really got to get this online store going because that, <laughs> that would be the specific date that you would get charged by Shopify for the domain name. Uh, and so we went like a good six months where he like just kept getting charged for a site that didn't exist, you know? And then uh, when the quarantine happened and we started to think of things like at their worst, we were like, what if we get shut down? What if we can't operate the way we used to? We were like, mm-hmm. we, we, we got to find another means of, like, uh, getting uh, that cash flow, you know? And so that's that's basically what what uh, I've been living through lately. <clears throat> Just because yeah. uh, uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I've, I, uh, like I said, I took pictures of all the inventory and stuff, and so, I've also started to keep track of everything and like what goes in and what comes and what goes out, you know, sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, the last like month and a half or however long it's been that we've been under quarantine, that's been kind of like the main priority in my life is like, uh, uh, making sure that we don't drop the ball with that sort of stuff. Cause it sucks. Like it's only happened, uh, like once or twice where we sell something that we don't have. But luckily, both times uh-huh. it's been like a, it's been like a T-shirt where we could just be like, oh, we don't have it in black, but we have it in navy blue or white. Um, do you want one of those? Solid. You know, skateboarders are cool, so most of the time <laughs> they're cool with it. You know. Yeah, but um, good. yeah, like the online store has been a huge part of uh, how my life has changed due to all this, um, and so like. I don't know. We're just, we're still trying to get product in and stuff. So it's, I don't, I don't see it ending anytime soon. You know, like I'm constantly updating it and just making sure that things are, uh, you know, up to date basically. So, uh, so we yeah. don't like start falling behind or anything, you know? Um, yeah, that, that's good, man. It's, I'm sure it's crazy times for all shops around the world. Right yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You did. You did a really good job of like hustling to pivot to make that happen, though, man. I mean, that's no small feat. So, fucking good job, dude. Thank you. <laughs> you Thank you. You guys made you made that happen. Yeah, yeah seriously. Well, I mean, uh, so my roommate uh, Kevin Kevin Love, he's a uh, web developer. Um, that's like his day job, and so luckily Lord. he can work from home. Um, but he's actually well, I mean. You guys know, but if anybody that's uh, listening doesn't know, Kevin rides for the shop, so he's always been like, he's he's been fucking with Slappy since before I came around. You know, when I was still a kid and shit, and uh, <laughs> so he's always been down to help. And uh, so he actually like did the coding and all like the fucking. Uh, I I think it's the heavy lifting for the site, you know, like yeah, all the stuff that is beyond me and like most other people, like all the yeah. numbers and all that crazy shit I don't even know but so yeah he actually did the uh the the base for the site and uh oh, I nice. took the pictures and labeled everything you know so yeah. shout out Kevin yeah, yeah and so coding coding and curators you guys 
you guys handled, man. You guys like really put <laughs> the shop on your back, dude. That's epic. Yeah, yeah. fucking it. It's either that or fall behind, you know. I saw on your story you said something about you've been working every day for like three weeks straight or something. Yeah. Um, I think today is three weeks and five days. Shit, it's almost four weeks straight. Yeah. Pretty much four weeks by the time people are hearing this, so. Yeah. That's dedication, man. (laughs) Fucking skaters fucking making it happen. I love that, man. Dude, it's yeah it's it's fucking it's crazy um and carney every morning he goes you need a day off do you need a day off <laughs> you know like i can i can feel the guilt <laughs> you know yeah. i don't he, he doesn't want me to feel overworked or whatever and he like constantly reminds me and i'm like oh man like i got it it's cool like yeah i work at a skate shop you know like the hardest thing that can happen is i have to set up two boards at one time you know yeah such a bummer you know i'm setting up skateboards at six (laughs) (laughs) it's not really like you can do much else anyways if you're not at work yeah exactly i'm as everything's on lockdown yeah i'm so hyped that i still have a job you know like all these other people were just sitting around and i mean i yeah i would i'm sure like once you have that much free time, like you figure out what to do. But I just I've never been an indoor type of person, so <laughs> like being able to be somewhere else is so, it's seriously such a blessing to me. So I'm super hyped on that, and that's probably another reason why I'm not bummed out on being there every day. You know? Yeah, that's right. How has um, how have sales been? I see on the Slappy's garage Insta, it seems like you guys are still moving quite a bit of product. Yeah, so uh like I was saying earlier, we uh or sorry, like I was saying earlier, uh online has been like a new frontier to us. Um mm-hmm. so it opened up sales to like the rest of the world pretty much. Um mm-hmm. not to say that we've shipped to any other countries yet. But um have you shipped that? We have, uh we've shipped to Alaska. That's the craziest one in my opinion, yeah. So <laughs> oh, wow, complete. Man. Yeah, and dude, I was juiced. Like he was like, I know shipping's gonna be a little extra, but I'm willing to pay for it. So I like threw in a t-shirt for him, you know, just fucking. I was I was hyped on him. I was like, you really want to skate in Alaska? I don't even know what it's like over there. (laughs) (laughs) I think well, maybe they're trying to enter that murder your house uh, contest right now. So they're like, I need a fresh complete, so that way I can just really (laughs) in Alaska. we aren't doing like what we would be doing if the doors were open, you know, because uh-huh. it's kind of weird. Like people, people are people, you know, so you can never really predict like who's going to do what, whatever. But I like put out, a, put out some signs on the doors that explain everything. It says you can shop with us here on this website. You can um, hit this number up. You can DM this Instagram. We're mm-hmm. still here and we can still help, help you. 
And uh-huh. uh, so the doors at the shop are like, uh, you can see out, but you can't see in. Uh-huh. So I'll watch people read, take the time to read the entire paper. And then it, I don't know if they're like, well, nobody's here, but they, a lot of the <laughs> times they'll read the paper and then just get back in their car and drive away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I hope that's just, what it is, but. Yeah. Maybe you just got to like maybe, put a little Sharpie on the paper and be like, like little asterisk and be like, yo, there is somebody physically here that can help if you have questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Are you letting yeah, people so. in the shop or are you like, what do you need? Purple trucks? Let me go grab the purple trucks and you can look at them out here. Yeah. So basically what we've been doing for the last like a uh, couple weeks is just having the doors locked. So, cause there, there are also people that read the paper and then they still like tug on the door trying to get in or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so it's just me all day unless, uh, one of the guys working in the back is there like, uh, our, our guy Pertle that, uh, runs the silk screen machine. He shares the building with us and he, uh, prints our t-shirts in house. Um, so if he's there, it, he, you know, I won't be alone, but otherwise it'll just be me all day. And, uh, if people want things, we've just been having them, uh, DM us on Instagram. And, yeah. uh, some, sometimes they'll be like, do you have so-and-so? And we'll be like, yeah. And then they'll be like, all right, I'm on my way. And then, you know, I'll say something like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to tell me specifically what you want. And then just let me know when you're out front and I'll walk it out to your car, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and people get it, you know, it's like definitely weird. It's definitely something that nobody's ever had to do before and nobody's used to, but, um, people want, if people want their product, they're going to, they're going to be fine. You know, it's not like you're asking too much of them to stay in their cars. Yeah. Um, do you have yeah. the online, if they buy something, is there like a pickup in store option or if you buy Yeah. Online, so, so a lot of the time, uh, people that, uh, order online and want to pick up are already talking to us ahead of time, you know? So, yeah. So basically, uh, there is, there's two discount codes actually, uh, one for deliveries and then one for picking up. Um, and yeah, we, if it's not too far out of reach, uh, we actually deliver most of the packages in San Diego. Um, so the discount code for that is SD free and it's just all caps. And then for pickups, it's just pickup. Um, and so you just enter those at checkout. And usually when we're corresponding with somebody, we'll be like, Oh, by the way, if you want to order it online, uh, just add it to your card and enter pickup and then just let us know when you're out front. And that way it's like easier because then it's already paid for. And then we just yeah, literally hand off the product, you know? Yeah. yeah that's cool, man. Fucking adapting. And you got, are you all gloved and masked up? Yeah. 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 So we have like our, uh, we have some masks. So we, it's just like, uh, something that we put on all the time, you know? Um, yeah. Whenever we're outside. And that's just to, <clears throat> it's, I mean, it's obviously it's for safety, but it's also so other people feel like they're safe too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, more often than not, the gloves, too. Um, the, it's just like, you know, like, uh, at this point, it's protocol. Yeah. 
Right, man. Yeah. Fucking glad you guys are making it happen. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It it's weird though because with that whole like corresponding through the phone thing, I mean like we'll also do like FaceTime and things, but most of the time it's just like strictly Instagram DMs or text messages. Sometimes we'll leave our number on the story or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fine. We've like got it down to the science with like completes if we need to. Um, but maybe last week this guy came, uh, hit me up and he's like, Hey, uh, I'm outside. I just wanted some toy machine socks. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then he was just DMing me. So I was like, what were you looking for? He's like, there's this one with the sect and he's split down the middle. And, uh, I was like, oh, okay, sick. These ones. And so I sent him a picture. He's like, yeah, those. And then he's like, can I see your other ones? And uh, then I sent him the other ones. And, like, before I knew it, like, 45 minutes had passed by, you know? It's like, <laughs> like, like, nope. Like, him wanting to see the socks isn't a problem at all. It's just kind of ridiculous that, like, something that used to take 15 seconds now takes, like, 45 minutes, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. The dude needed his socks, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool like I said, no, he no, no hate support. on that, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's cool that he wanted to get them from the shop and he could have, like, gone online and tried to find them somewhere else. Like, yeah, yeah no doubt. And that's the thing, like, also, people will be like, what's up? Uh, I was just going to say comfort's key right now, man. I mean, you're posted inside for oh, the yeah. most part, so you need some comfy socks on, man. <laughs> well, yeah, no machine one. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, Toy Machine Talks are the sickest. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like like even, even with that... <laughs> they're bought. <laughs> even with that weird stuff, like, people, like, hit us up and be like, hey, I just need some hardware, or I just need some grip, and, like, I'll walk it out to them, and I'll be like, dude, thank you. Seriously, every dollar counts. Thank you. Yeah. You know? That's like, right. everything's, everything's sick right now. Was it literally? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about? Um, can you tell us about that Lottie's uh, shirt that I see a lot of shops doing? What's the deal with that thing? That- so that was really sick. Um, I think that dude's art is fucking really rad. Yeah. I've been so, in the shop a couple times, so yeah, I've always Brian Lottie. Just sorry, just for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Brian Lottie is like a pro, like retired professional skateboarder who owns a skateboard shop, and they did a series of shirts with other shops to help support everybody right now. So, um, so, so yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but or if, if so I'm the, wrong, the, correct me. <laughs> the, the guy that owns that shop, his name is Mike Gigliotti. Oh, I'm. And, oh, I'm. I'm Sorry, Brian Lottie is not involved <laughs> with the shot. I thought he was. But I used to bad. think so too. Yeah, my bad. So Lottie is so, a skateboard yeah. shop. She's uh, the, helping Nick, out other shops. Nick is not a doctor. Just in case you guys, know. <laughs> <laughs> we might get it. We might get into some stuff later. Nick's not a doctor, so you know. <laughs> I'm working on it, dude. I'm taking online classes. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, so, so Mike Gigliotti. Like so, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't know that, dude. I, I, hey, that's a good guess. I honestly, and I, I would have thought they're in L.A. 
Yeah, it's in LA. It's uh, oh, near okay. Crenshaw. Um, Word. All right. Fuck it's kind of like. What are you guys doing with that? What's that? Uh, so uh, yeah, tell us about uh, the <laughs> church and stuff. Yeah, so basically, the skate shop in LA, right? Dude's art is rad. Um, been there a few times, and like you know, I'd, I've pondered the idea. Uh, like it'd be so sick if we had a floppy, uh, floppy, flappies t-shirt with Lotties, and then fuck, like this. And who knew that a pandemic is what it was gonna take for that to happen? You know, like uh-huh. yeah, but, so. Basically, this dude, Mike, he drew four graphics. He drew a list of shops in, around the U.S. Um, and then he drew, like, skate shop fonts. So, basically, mm-hmm. what he was like, shops, hit me up if you guys want to uh, roll with this. Like, I'll send you the high-resolution files. And, I mean, as soon as I saw that, I was like, dude, that's like, that's such a sick concept just because for one, it's like good art. And then two, like the way that I see it is it's like a timestamp for like what's mm-hmm. going on right now, you know? So like three years down the road, you're going to see that t-shirt and you're going to be like, Oh, that came out when nobody was allowed to go outside or when the shops all had to come together or when, you know, like it's, it's like a piece of history almost, you know, it's like yeah. really sick. And I mean, it came out of a bad situation, but it's going to be a cool thing to have in the future. Um, and so basically I told Carney about it. I was like, dude, this is super sick. Like all these shops on the back. It's like, how much more unifying can you be? And he's like, yeah, let's fucking run it. I'll give you, uh, 200 bucks, go buy shirts. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so me and, uh, the other coworker, Junior, uh, we went to this shop in Chula Vista where we get our shirts and, uh, we ended up picking three colors. We got like army green, uh, gray, and then white. Um, and I have the guy, Mike, send me over the files. <laughs> so our, our font was a little like a bubble graffiti-ish style font. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it just had flappies on it. And so I was like, okay, cool. It's a bubble font. And there was like this kind of like graffiti-ish looking guy. And then the other three graphics were kind of a little more like hardcore punk metal sort of stuff with like, I don't know, they were just a little gnarlier, you know? So I felt like bubble font with hardcore punk metal wasn't going to look as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up, we ended up putting the graphic together. We picked the skate shop font, whatever. So it said flappy skate shop, have the drawing. Send it to Carney. He's like, dude, can you have him make it say garage? And I was like, <laughs> dude, if it says garage, you're going to have to redraw the whole t-shirt. You know, like the whole side print. And he's like, oh man, I just, I'm just really big on that, you know? And I was like, I, I think I could fix this. And so there was this other shop, Bless Your Souls, Board Garden. They were on, on the list of uh, shops too. And mm-hmm. so I took the G-A-R from Garden, and then <laughs> another A, and then the G, and then an E, and I just connected them on Photoshop oh, you and made it say floppy <laughs> Yeah, so it ended up working out well. Yeah, it was really, it took a while, but it ended up working out really well. And uh, yeah. yeah, honestly, like, that's just, I don't know, it's such a cool thing that, like, multiple shops are able to have them 
Um, I actually ordered one from the House of Vista, so I'm still waiting on that one. Yeah, yeah people like collect them, around. huh? Yeah, seriously, like have multiple. Like that's super sick. And then I know that Rose Street over in Encinitas did them too. Um, yeah, and you know, Pack and Root are on there too, so they have the potential to do them. Um, but I'm not going to speak for anybody, obviously. Yeah. Um, but that would be really cool if we could just collect all the San Diego ones, you know. Uh, yeah, that's rad. Yeah, so that's that was the deal with that one. That's sick. Um, that's cool of them to to do that. And uh, I apologize for my uh, <laughs> ignorance about Lotties. I've never been there, but I'd always assumed it was Brian Lottie. Like, um, did rips? Did rips? Nick, Nick, you would love the shop, man. They have. Speaking of photos, which we'll get into in a minute, but I just, I love all the old photos that they have hanging on the inside of the shop, like OG mm-hmm. photos of Reynolds and his prime, like just a, a lot of like LA skaters. And it, it, it's really sick, dude. There's a lot of history there. Yep. Sick. No doubt. I like seeing, um, not, to, I mean, in any industry or any part of the industry, really, but um, seeing like skate shops collab together and like support each other and and not like and not to have it like be weird, like oh, you know, because people are territorial about their skateboard shop and like it'd be yeah. whack if there's like beef between shops. I think it's cool, like a rising tide lifts all boats, so. Everybody gets yeah, along and, yeah, no, and no. collabs. Then everybody gets out alive. And, yeah, uh, like quote unquote shop wars. I feel like they've been a thing in skateboarding forever. Yeah, I know. Battle yeah. of the shops. Back in the day, they used to have a contest. That's actually kind <laughs> of a cool, cool idea because I was yeah, like battle like, the bands performing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I find it cool, like. Even when, uh, like a- any companies that make the same kind of products collab, like, like Girl and Antihero, like go on tour and like do the Beauty and the Beast or, um, like, he, I Dude, think America about, and Lakai did a tour together. Like, what about yeah. DGK and Zero? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, dude. That was uh, insane. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, that was one of my favorites. That was so sick. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I will do that more because it's such a rad concept. Yeah, and it brings like a bunch of amazing skateboarders together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's World the goal. Man. That's how it always should be. Quarantine or no quarantine, um, yeah. it should always be that way. <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody can do tours anymore because <laughs> skateboard deck companies don't make enough money to send people on tour. Or yeah. also, people just get their clips from Instagram. It's too easy to connect. You don't have to go do demos in every town now. Right. Every kid in the world can just follow your team on Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually haven't really thought about that, but you bring up a good point about how board companies can't really make that much money anymore. Because now, like, when you see tour videos, it's usually, like, big companies like DC or Nike, you know? And, they, yeah. and like, the crowds still very much yeah. generate. But it's like, you need a bigger budget now. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. even for filming videos, if you look at, if you look at, um, like, Zero, like, the Zero video and Toy Machine video that came out last year, like, 
like most of that footage was filmed in California and both of those videos, like maybe there was yeah. like a Barcelona trip in there or something, but like, it's yeah. not like the primitive video where the whole team is in Europe for like a month, you know, <laughs> they all pick a city they want to go to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Most That's companies don't, don't have that yeah. budget anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, at the same time, toy machine video and the zero video are fucking gnarly. Just oh, like they, they really, rad, yeah. They really Hell, worked yeah. with what they had, you know? Yeah. Baker, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, they had, like, yeah. a, some, like, Italy clips or something. But, yeah, there was mostly, like, Cali, California footage, yeah. from what I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some yeah, uh, Australian sure. footage. Yeah. Shouts out Vindog too for damn it all. I mean, yeah, I know he filmed a lot in California for sure, and then also like a trip up in Washington, and then Barcy, and I think yeah. Besides that, those were like the main places. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I've never met the dude, so as far as I'm concerned, I'm just a fan. He fucking kills it. He is so talented <laughs> at what he does. Shout out, yeah. Yep, he's right there. Well, speaking of being talented at what he does, you are a very dope photographer, my friend. And uh, I wanted to get you on the show because you've contributed way more photos than I could ever ask for to our magazine. And I really appreciate that. And I uh, wanted to talk to you a little bit about how you got into sh- shooting photos. Shit, where do where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> what made you pick up a camera in the first place? So that's the funny thing. I think one of the first photos that I ever took was on of at least so what I mainly focus on is like skate photos. Mm-hmm. And uh so my first uh skate photo that I can remember taking is of my friend Antonio. Um, and we've been friends for ever now, like pretty much since we started skating. And the first photo, the first skate photo I took of him or, or I took was of him doing an Ollie when we had just recently learned how to do it. And, <laughs> you know, like his arms were behind his back. You know, have you ever taken a photo like that of your friend and it looks like they don't have arms because they're just like, <laughs> like it was one of those photos. It was like the yeah, only what like take five it on? inches yeah. off the ground. Was it on a phone? Uh, so, so that's the thing. I took it on a Blackberry. It was one of the Sick. first Blackberries. Yeah. And uh, rad. Yeah. So that was one of the mo- more recent ones that I could remember. And if you go down far enough on my Instagram, you could actually find some Blackberry photos. There's some pretty rough ones in there. And so, <laughs> yeah, the thing that I thought was six was that like when like you could essentially freeze somebody you know in the air yeah and i just always thought that was so sick because like the human eye can't really capture that you know we see it go down we see somebody jump off of something whatever but we don't really just get to like sit and look at it if something else doesn't take it you know and so like as a kid, I just thought that was the coolest shit ever. And like looking at magazines and stuff, I like I would always notice the angles that people took photos of, and like what looked big, like with a fisheye photo, like what was proportioned crazy and what was like stretched out, you know. 
And then, like, over the course of time, when I did end up getting one, I, uh, I, uh, like, would, you know, it was like a sort of trial and error thing where I would, like, try to understand what, how the fish I would distort things. Um, and so that was, so, like, moving back in time, like, looking at magazines and trying to pay attention to all that stuff really helped in the future. Um, for sure. But yeah, basically, like just like being super stoked on the way things come out when people are frozen in the air is like what got me juiced on wanting to like take photos, you know. And honestly, my favorite part about taking photos is when I take like I'm not going to say it's the best one ever, but when I take one that's good enough for somebody to for the skateboarder to look at it and be like, "Wow!" Like you know, like that's me, whatever. <laughs> Like, that's my favorite part about it, you know? Like, stoking yeah. other people out. That's rad. Did you, was there ever, um, like a decision of, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a filmer or I'm gonna be a photographer? Or was it always just like, I like capturing that one moment. I wanna take photos. So, we live in a day and age where that isn't, that unfortunately isn't as realistic of a of a goal as it could be. Mm-hmm. So I I don't want to say I'm a pessimist, but I want to <laughs> I I like to look at things a little more realistically so I don't let myself down. It's kind of like a psychological thing, I guess. Yeah. But um, so like the way that I my my mind is set up with that uh, that idea is uh, if it happens, cool. But I'm just going to keep trying to get better for myself. I don't want like the end goal to be fame and fortune, you know, like kind of the same way that people that only start skating because they go, because they want to go pro is, isn't like the mindset that you should have, you know, it's like, you should do it because you're having fun. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm definitely still having fun with it. And like, I've, on the chance to like post photos for people or have being like little galleries or whatever and or fucking shield this mag like that's super sick like i'm super down to help you guys out and you know like contribute whatever i can because it's all it's all really rad you know just seeing things being taken for a purpose like mikey's interview or when i'm over all the sessions that dj and i went out to fucking shoot whatever you know like mm-hmm. taking photos for something in specific is really rad so i can't yeah. deny that <laughs> yeah and that way it's like it's not just on instagram like like it'll go on instagram but you can be like we took this for a reason go check right. out the whole project and uh yeah and we we appreciate that that's a super sick that you to like go out and get photos for a specific interview and like i don't like ever like like expect anything like if i ask somebody for a photo like i don't i'm not we're not a big magazine like i don't care if you posted it on instagram already or not or whatever you know because you you may have posted this photo like four months ago of this dude and then i do something with them and like Everybody forgot it, you know. It's a you can bring light back to that photograph. 
Yeah. Even like yeah, today exactly. we posted McKinney photos of McKinney from Shaka's day. And it's like, yeah, maybe, like let's bring these back to light and remember that day. And this one mm-hmm. dude. It's, yeah. And I mean, just to, just to add on to that, like people that follow you guys, I mean, like I'm sure like people that follow me or not all the people that follow me and follow you guys, you know, like they're going to be like different people. Yeah. So, you know, like the reach just gets a little bigger when you post it and then I post it. So it's not like we're just recycling shit, you know, like new people are still seeing it. And, you know, yeah, that photo exactly. might mean more to somebody that just saw it on your page. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'm all for it. You know, yeah. you got any questions? Yeah, I wanted to ask. I mean, I know I know you've been really busy and, you know, having to manage all the inventory day to day for the shop, but like as far as taking other photos that are concerned, like have you had a chance to like take photos when you're out and about, like in between like in between holding it down at the shop? Have you been like shooting photos of just daily life of people around right now that you've seen or or has there been like any other sorts of inspiration for shooting during this time? So before we went into like I guess super quarantine before we like got like <laughs> a little more serious, you know? Um Yeah. Me me and my girlfriend and uh shout out Gigi had actually been going to downtown and just taking film photos of like the streets. Um mostly because I wanted to go to familiar areas that were now like ghost towns, you know. And so I, yeah. I I got a photo of uh the Main Street Broadway empty, which is crazy to me, you know. And then yeah. like a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. We also ended up going to Balboa, and there was nobody in the park, and it was before the cops were really enforcing it. Mm-hmm. So before before we we had to close our doors at the shop, I was doing that and. <clears throat> I was skating here and there with my friends, but trying to keep the circle small, you know, so, yeah. so as to not be reckless. Um, but, um, when things got a little more serious, uh, I started, that's when like my every day at the shop started happening. And, uh, so I, I get there at 11 and I leave at eight. So that's pretty much the whole day, you know? Yeah. And so I've, I've adapted as far as skating goes. I'll like go skate like this sick parking lot by my house at some school. Um, it's got like a curb and some good flat ground. So it's like pretty much all you need, you know, not trying to throw down any bangers before <laughs> noon. But, uh, yeah. so no, no. that's how I've been getting my, yeah, <laughs> that's how I've been getting my skating in. But, um, unfortunately I haven't really been able to shoot any photos. Um, luckily, this last weekend, this last Sunday, I met up with my friend Greg really early, and he was down because he wanted to take this photo of this Gatsa wall ride over on, uh, you guys know Convoy, uh, that bump over Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's the yeah, OG people, spot that everyone's came Yeah. But it used to be yellow. That thing. Yeah. 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 So he, he did an Ollie, and then he, he did Ollie off the bump, and then wall road the the end whatever and so i got to take a picture of that yeah it was pretty gnarly (laughs) damn yeah but um yeah and he doesn't really like have anything that he's filming for so we'll see what the footage ends up going to 
Um, but yeah, so we got to shoot that, and that's the first photo that I've taken in probably two weeks since. Um, so I'm still super up for it. I just need to find the time, you know? And, uh, yeah. we're actually like prepping a couple of our other dudes for being able to handle the online store so that I'm not, you know, like having to do it alone. But it does yeah. take a lot of, uh, uh, oh, you have to do this and this and this and this. And we can't really forget to leave anything out. So we're just trying to be safe, you know. And, I mean, I do prioritize the shop because it's, you know, if if that if the shop fails, it's, uh, we're not the only ones that are going to be affected. It's like a lot of the community, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, you know, it's all, like, in good faith. Like, there's no hard feelings towards anybody about anything, you know, like things are just the way that they are. And, um, it's not forever, you know, it's all temporary. So going to be out shooting for sure. Um, like in the near future, but for now I'm just like taking things day by day. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got to prioritize right now, obviously. The shop yeah. is your main source of income. So, and yeah, right. in the community. So, what um? Who are some of the photographers that influenced you, or that you uh, like looked up to? So, I have a pretty like right off right off the top of my head. Uh, Blayback, Grant Britton. My all-time favorite is Atiba Jefferson. Oh, um, nice. and. And then if you guys are familiar, uh, he was doing Primitive, and now he does, like, New Balance in April, Jake Darwin. Okay. Um, yeah, he is insane. He takes some of the craziest photos I've ever seen. <laughs> and then Ardo Sari is really sick, too. Yeah, Ardo. Like, Eric is awesome. Yeah, so there are a lot of real good photographers out there that I, like, aspire to even be close to you know like Blayback is mm-hmm. just he's shot some of the craziest shit you know like yeah on the amazing. SF bridge or oh, yeah. have you guys yeah. seen that photo of Evan, Evan Smith falling over that bar in downtown and it's like on yeah. Laurel Street and the plane is flying over it's insane <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah, that's yeah. like right right around the corner from the Casbah. Yeah, that photo is is amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. He yeah. Oh, and then just dude, dude, Rhino, fucking Rhino, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rhino. Yeah, yeah, Rhino is the man. Rhino's legendary, dude. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. That would be rad. Um, that's sick, dude. Blayback, he's kind of like. He kind of seems like he's been, um, like he's super talented, but he was also like right place, right time. Like he took all those legendary photos at like Love Park that like stand yeah. the time. I'm like, that's awesome. And then obviously working for DC, and he just put out that book of portraits that I really want to check out too. Yeah, um, yeah, Rhino. Yeah, is, uh, no doubt. He's he's big. Um, like influence for me too. Like he shot so many Thrasher covers and like just fucking kills it. Yeah, he probably has some of the most. Yeah, I know. I wanna. I wanna. I wonder if he knows how many he's shot. 
or if he's sure like, I don't know. There's no way that you would forget him. <laughs> well, I mean, Thousand, that's his thousands, job, right? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, dude, like how many dude. covers specifically? You know? Yeah. Should we, should we take a guess right now? So that when you have him on, we'll see who wins. Yeah, um, we'll take I'm, a wager. I'm thinking, like, uh, so there, there's only 12 issues a year, so you probably worked for them for a while. I'm thinking, like, 30. I'm going to go uh, 38. 38? I'm going to say, I'm going to put it on a cool 45, just because... <laughs> <laughs> He's all. It's like two hundred guys. <laughs> Damn, you guys think I don't do shit? <laughs> nah. You guys think I mean, that's the back, huh? <laughs> I mean, out of all their photographers and their history, who knows though? Yeah, um, watch him. Not even know. Yeah, he. I don't know, man. Who knows? It's a good question. Um, uh, if you haven't, they, have you ever listened to um the Tack and Schmidt podcast? I haven't. But uh, you I've should check to. out. Um, he had a Tiva Jefferson on last week, and that was pretty. Yeah, cool. that's actually the one that I got put uh, that podcast on the radar for me because beforehand I hadn't I hadn't been listening or aware, yeah. but yeah, then I started paying attention. I'm a big fan of that show. Um, word. Uh, did you have another question, Nibs? Yeah, I was going to ask uh, what cameras do you like to shoot with? Uh, so so my main camera has always been a Canon EOS 7D. Um, and right now I have a six and a half millimeter fisheye on it for the most part. But then I also have a uh, wide angle and then a telephoto lens that I rarely use. Um, so... The 70 has just always been the one that I've used, and it's the one that I know, like, the back of my hand now. Um, as as a, a couple of years ago, I got really, really into film. And for some reason, when I get really – when I get into something, I get really into it. And so now I have, like, over – I probably have, like, 40 different film cameras at my house. Oh, <laughs> oh damn, oh. dude. Yeah, so I got like I got point and shoots, I got manual cameras, I got Polaroids, like just a bunch of random photos, like uh, different types of film photos that I find, you know. And I don't, I don't even think about it because whenever I find them, it's it's like at a thrift store or you know somewhere or like at a swap meet, and if it's like interesting enough, I I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm done for this one, whatever. And most of the time, they're not super expensive, so. It's yeah, sort of expensive after you end up getting in the 40s, but at the same time, <laughs> not, you know. <laughs> Are you sitting on yeah. a bunch of film, too? So right now, like like, like I was saying earlier, I, didn't, I, I haven't been shooting as much lately, and it okay. sucks because I have uh, – Ruben, I think we, you have one, too. Yeah, it's the T70. Yep. Tried yeah, true. So I got Love that camera. Dude, it's so good. I have a a brand new roll in my T seventy, and it's only two shots in on a thirty six, and uh, <laughs> I just haven't gotten to use it. And I don't, I don't like to waste film, you know, because it's like I don't know, I don't yeah, know, I'm kind of weird about it. But some people are trigger happy and totally just love going through rolls. But I'm, 
that'd take forever. So <laughs> yeah, I I feel you so, on that, man. I'm I I try to take my time and like really make sure I'm shooting with intentions. But I you know it's hard. It it, it depends. It depends on like the situation. Yeah, especially and especially like with your collection that you have, like if you were gonna go on a skate trip, like, do you know what cameras you would take? Like, obviously you'd take your 7D, so that way you, like, have digital options, yeah. but, like, is there, are there, like, other go-tos that you would take with you as well? So, I have an Olympus stylus. It's a little point-and-shoot, and, uh, it has, like, a little slide-open door that, uh, like, you slide the door open and the lens pops out, and then the flash pops up off of the top. It's, like, oh, this tiny... Yeah, it's this tiny little compact thing that's probably it's smaller than my iPhone. Um but yeah, it has like a flash on it. It doesn't need like an extension flash like the 7D does or like other manual cameras, you know? Or not the 7D, the T70. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so it has the flash on it, but you can turn it off too obviously and it has an autofocus. So I'll most of the time I'll use that one on skate trips just cuz it's the easiest to like work you know you literally just point it and shoot it um Mm -hmm. but there have been times when i take a manual camera just because sometimes the you do want like the settings to be a little different or you want something to be bright or whatever um and sometimes the grains just come out a little differently on different film cameras so uh it depends but for the most part it's just the point and shoot just because it's compact and inside you to carry around like i could just have it in my pocket and it's not like uh big trouble you know <clears throat> yeah yeah and it's easy like when we're skating down the street like in the sf for example like i'll just be like oh this looks super cool with all the buildings around it and just pull out the camera and take a picture put it back in my pocket done you know <laughs> like, keep yeah. it rolling i always yeah. want to bring my camera with me i'm like i go through these phases where i'm like dude i just want to bring my camera everywhere and like and take photos, yeah. then I, but then I just don't, and I, I'm like, fuck, dude. I don't know. I just, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't shoot film. I just have a digital camera, but I'm, I'm also worried about keeping track of it. Like, if it's in my bag, like sitting down, and I kind of skate around right. it or something, like, so yeah, I get weird about it. But I, I always say that I want to start taking more photos, and then like I'll, I'll do yeah. it for like a week, and then I won't shoot another photo for like months. Dude, honestly, if you really want to get into it, you should pick up a film camera. And I would definitely yeah. recommend just doing a point and shoot one first because there's nothing wrong with just pointing and shooting, you know? And yeah. I don't know, there's just like this, there's this different like form of satisfaction that you get when you get your roles developed and you see how cool like everything comes out. And like the grains are so smooth and, you know, like it's trial and error, like everything else, but it really is more like, gratifying when you get them back, you know, and you're like, oh, this is so sick. Because you don't see them instantaneously, like, on a digital camera. Yeah. And then also, digital, like, it's it's almost overwhelming because once you get a good photo, and then you got to edit it, and then your options are endless. Yeah. Edit it a million different yeah. ways. And uh, it gets a little overwhelming, and sometimes I just don't yeah. have the time to, to edit all the photos that I took because you take obviously you can take as many photos as you want digitally. Yeah, yeah, you really have to think about it with a film camera. 
And then yeah. just real quick on that editing thing, that's like another thing that I learned like over the course of time is like of taking shape photos is that a lot of the times the photos that you see that you think are amazing are only amazing because the people that took them are really talented and really skilled in like Lightroom and Photoshop as well. You know, like they do things with intention, like after they take the photo too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you saw them side by side and unedited and edited, you'd be like, whoa, this is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. Photography is cool in that way where <laughs> it's not, like, super obvious that uh, everything that goes into one photo, you know? Yeah. There's, like, layers thing, of shit. One thing that I've learned, because um, I've been trying to uh, do in the magazine, I, I taught myself how to how to film, and, like, I've been trying to teach myself how to take more photos, which which seems, which in my opinion, I think photography is harder than than filming but um really like there's there's not a lot of information online about like specifically using your camera for skateboarding so mm-hmm. it, it's like really trial and error um yeah figuring it out and skaters are willing to do that and stuff but like how did you go about learning how to shoot skate photos so in my sophomore year, I think, in my sophomore year of uh, high school, I actually took a photography class with uh, one of my favorite teachers ever. She was like in her late 20s when she was teaching and she was just really cool and she just like gave me a different perspective on like teachers as people, you know, like they they could actually be cool, whatever. And So I, like, considered her a friend, and so it made it really easy for me to, uh, like, retain the information that she was giving us about photography. Um, And so she's the one that kind of explained how shutter speeds work and ISO and white balance. And we would go on little photography walks around the neighborhood at uh, Point Loma High. And so we would would just shoot, like, photos of shit. And it was kind of easy to figure out because... Uh, when you're taking photos of plants and like streets and stuff, it's, nothing's moving, you know? So yeah. more often than not, the things that you're shooting are going to be crisp. But when it comes to skate photos, it, it really is like that trial. Can you guys hear that? A little bit. Yeah. All right, I'm going to move. They're Anyway. They have their anyway. own laugh. That's a. anyway um yeah so it really is trial and error um and it sucks because what that meant was that the people at the skate park uh that were willing to let me take photos of them would sometimes get photos that were really blurry or i would it so it was either that or it was ask them to do a trick again and so that I guess that kind of like pushed me to experiment more or like retain information more as well, because then it's like, you don't want, because then you're not just affecting yourself, you're affecting somebody else too, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've always like felt, I've always taken more guilt than I've dated to things. So it like kind of pushed me to remember things faster so that I didn't have to put people through things for a longer period of time than I needed to, you know? 
Yeah, they, and, uh, you always feel bad asking somebody to do a trick again. Yeah, 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 and that's why that's why I was like, really, when you said that you think photography is harder than filming because I'm a photographer and I'm not a I don't consider myself a filmer because I think that there's too much pressure when it comes to filming. <laughs> I feel like there's more pressure photography because you have to snap it at the right time. Whereas right. like filming, right. you just press record before when they're rolling up, and then stop recording when they're rolling away. Um, yeah, to capture but that after, one moment at the right time and like have all your settings correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after you've been doing like the whole timing thing for a while, you kind of like just trust your gut with it. Whereas wow. if you haven't been filming long enough, like myself you worry about being steady, you worry about cutting their head off, you worry about what if there's too much of everything else or if there's not enough or you know, like I've I'm embarrassingly known to my friends as being the guy that deletes clips. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, my my buddy Evan Evan Gallon, fucking little sixteen year old ripper. He uh, backwoods Brooklyn for the first time ever, not to, or at some point last year, and I uh, I filmed it on the camera, and I filmed it kind of decent, actually, so I was stoked on it, and then I ended up deleting it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. And then uh, three months ago, we went to uh, that DIY spot in Lemon Grove that everybody's been skating, Nick. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a... Uh, yeah. It's it on the Manny Pad. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah so so we were there. Uh, back tail, big spin on the ledge for the first time, and it took them a while, and we filmed it, and then I deleted it, and then I went to my recently deleted, and I deleted it again. Oh, so, no! <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty insane how 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 much I can mess up when it comes to filming. <laughs> but yeah, but photos like, oh, on it? what's that? Do you ever delete photos on accident? I've I don't think I have honestly. Yeah, I you deleted them after they've been sent to people. Or after they've been used, but I don't really get rid of them unless they they're already somewhere else that I have access to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, how does that happen that you delete the video clips? Are you going back deleting like tries or something? Yeah, or? yeah, uh, exactly. Just yeah, I, storage. I have like a big ass, like uh, or not big, but um, like lar- large capacity um, uh, memory or card in my camera and so like I don't even bother deleting tries because I'm too afraid of deleting clips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well so what happened with the backlist one was that I deleted it after I uploaded it to my laptop. And when uh, I uploaded it to my laptop I selected delete off of the camera option so it was just gone for good. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Um but yeah so I don't know fucking film it a sketch to me. <laughs> You live and you learn. Yeah. You're just meant to take photos, dude. That's that's the universe telling you that. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Um, Is there anybody that you've shot photos of that um, you were, like, really stoked on that you never thought you might be able to shoot with? 
Um, so on a more personal level, I remember the, one of the first people that I was really juiced on shooting was uh, Malachi, uh, Malachi Riley at OB. If you guys have seen that dude skate, it's fucking, it's so sick watching him skate. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude, he is super dope. He's yeah. Rich, shiny, and like, yeah, and he skates like kind of old school boards, right? Yeah. Now he's yeah. doing tattoos and just fucking living life. That dude ripped. Yeah. And then, Right off the top of my head, one of the first ones I could think of is uh, Frankie Villani, actually. How did you end up shooting with him? So, you guys talked to Grant on the quarantine call, um, too. Uh Uh, Grant's really affiliated with the guys at Deluxe, who uh, he just, like, got to know Jim Thiebaud and all those dudes through Skate Play Podcast. Um, And uh, it might have been two years ago now, something like that. They did a day in a life with him where they gave him $200 and just pretty much filmed him skate and then him spend $200. And uh, so when that when that was happening, uh, Grant was going to do an interview with him as well. And then I don't know if it was Jim, but somebody at Deluxe asked him if he had a photographer that he wanted to bring along. And so Grant hit me up and... Unfortunately, I wasn't as familiar with my camera as I was now. So now when I look at the photos, I'm like, oh, I wish I could have shot them again. (laughs) But, um, yeah, like they're still, they're still out there. They're still on the Thunder page, whatever. But, uh, we went to that Rosemead Park in LA when it was like recently built. And, uh, I shot a few photos. There's one of him doing a front side flip over the six stair rail or whatever. It's all right, but I wish I could have done it for shy. I'm confident with that. But yeah, that was one of the first times I was like nervous, fucking so nervous. I was like, I gotta warm up to this dude. But he was mellow, and the whole day was mellow. Fucking bought us pizza, and then we went to some Halloween store and bought some shit. Like, so that was cool. Um, that was definitely one of the times where I was like, what the hell? Like, how did I end up here, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, that's rad. Yeah, and then I I think another one is Vinny Bond. Um, he one of the more recent photos that we shot. He did a tray flip down that. I think it's a twelve stair at UCSD. He did a tray flip tail grab. Um, and he that's he just a random trick. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't tray flip it, so he's like, "I'll just tail grab it," and I was like, "That doesn't make any sense to me," but. All right, <laughs> and of course he threw it. He threw it down like three tries later. And that was that. Um, but now that was he has like a. Sorry, go ahead. What's that? No, you um, go. You go. Uh, doesn't that dude have like hundreds of thousands of followers or something? Yeah. So <laughs> let's see. He has. Thirty k. What's that? How many? Two hundred and thirty k. Jesus, dude. So that's a quarter wow. of a million. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty funny. So yeah. that most people probably have never heard of. He is. What's that? And, and I would say like a lot of people haven't heard of him. Most like, but he's 
so popular on the internet, it seems like. Yeah. Like, well, that's another crazy one to me because when I was like, when I was a kid, I would watch NK Vids a lot. And at the time, Vinny was like the guy on NK Vids. Uh, so I would watch okay. Vinny as a kid, you know? Uh-huh. So, so that's like, another one where I'm like, what the hell? Is, where, where did, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, Ruben, you guys play for Sailgrounds? Oh, man. Not not down, uh, you know, double-digit stair sets, dude. <laughs> double-digit. <laughs> I think I could maybe, I think I could maybe do one, like, over a hip or something. But, yeah. No, that trick's, that trick's <laughs> hard, dude. You know? I've never even thought of trying that. Yeah. You really gotta have your triplets down for that one, huh? Yeah, yeah. You gotta like be really like squatted when you're when you're catching your triplets. I would think like <laughs> yeah. you gotta catch that shit high enough to, yeah. to grab it. That's for wild. Sure. That's sick. Have you shot um, with any other pros? Um. Well, I mean, you live in San Diego. There's so many pro skaters. Yeah, all around. So I've been fortunate enough to take photos of Corey. Corey Juno. He's not a pro, but you know he's up there. He's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that fourteen-year-old freaking Tate Carew, not a creature too. Like oh, Olympic qualifier, or whatever. Oh yeah, you um, guys have a pretty gnarly team at Slappy's Garage. Yeah. Keegan, Keegan Palmer, Red Bull yeah. Kid, Australian, <laughs> um, Australian, uh, Toby. <laughs> yes, no, Toby. Toby. Toby yeah, Ryan. yeah. Little, little ripper on Mafia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shoot, who else? You guys, are you familiar with, uh, Carl Aiken? I've seen the name. I don't think I know him. So, so yeah, so he's on chocolate. He's a little in LA, but he uh, oh, moved out okay. to New York, and so he's doing his thing over there now. Yeah. So, oh, you right. shot with him before? That's it. Yeah, back when he was in LA. <laughs> Have you ever um, had any photos in uh, Thrasher Mac? In Thrasher? Yeah. No. You you'll get there. <laughs> Dude, that would be crazy. The day that happens, <laughs> that's when you know the world's really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Just keep doing what yeah. you do and fucking shooting with good peeps and they'll get there. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. do, doing it because you enjoy it, like you said, man. That's And everything else will come, you know? It's crazy, like, all the sessions and the people you'll meet through shooting photos and skating, man. That's a beautiful thing. You just got to yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. It's, like, not to get all corny either, but, like, I think I owe a lot to just taking photography or doing photography and skateboarding because it kind of forced me to break out of my shell, you know? Like, yeah. I used to be a lot more reserved as a kid, and so, like, Taking photos, you have to interact with people kind of a lot, and 
Like if you want, if you don't, if you don't want to be stuck taking photos of the same three people for the rest of your life, like, you gotta, <laughs> like get out of that show, you know. So that's good advice. It's helped me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's helped me with my personal personal growth too, which is crazy because like. I don't know their their hobbies, but they leak into your actual life, you know, like your, <laughs> your form of living and stuff. Yeah, just like skateboarding, man. Like, like you said, like you get really into things when you get into them, and I, I feel like that's just like a skateboarder's personality, and like myself too. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this website. I need to learn all about building a website. I need to learn all about using a camera, and it's just like it. That hobby has bled into my personal growth. So, yeah, it's just totally. art imitating life. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah, I do remember like seeing you at Shockers Park, and you uh, always seemed like more of a the quiet type. And then when I most recently went down to SD, and we were just shooting the shit in the shop, I was like, oh, dang, he, he talks quite a bit now. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe, maybe we're just not on that level yet. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, think, um, I don't know. I think just working at the shop has definitely helped, too, just because oh, you dude, can't be yeah. quiet around strangers, you know? Yeah, working retail, any sort of retail, is got yeah. you got to be on your toes. It sucks when you all right, wake up one day and you're like, fuck, I don't want to talk to anyone. And then you like have to go to work and like try and sell shit. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, dude. Yeah. No <laughs> kidding. No yeah. kidding. At, um, least I, at least I care about this stuff, you know? Like if I was yeah. selling like, I don't know, some something at Macy's, I'd be like, <laughs> fucking buy it or leave. <laughs> do you ever get, do you ever get fed yeah. like, uh, this is a another kid asking me for a polar board. Like, geez, why does everybody skate? It's like, is there any <laughs> honest sort of thing like, that you're any trend or any sort of thing that you're just like, uh, I'm over. uh it, it's definitely Baker. Baker, <laughs> yeah. It's like if you're getting another Baker board, like try something else. Yeah, no, it's like, it really helps when you know the information or like where the wood is from or like what's similar in other brands. Cause then you can steer people in a different direction if we don't have what they need, you know? Um, yeah. so like, for example, Baker comes from the same place as, uh, Antihero and, uh, Real and Crooked and Toy Machine, Skate Mafia and all these other brands, but that's not to say that they all have the same shape. But uh, yeah. toy machines and girls have similar concave, and then like your deluxe sports have similar concave to polar board and so and so, you know, like so on and uh-huh. so forth. So, so it, yeah. But Baker is no doubt like the most popular brand that uh, we sell and we get asked about. And I mean, I don't get bummed on it, but if anything, we just end up buying more of it, you know, like yeah. since we need it's like supply and demand. You gotta. You got to eat more if you are asked for more sort of situation. What are some of your favorite companies that um, you see around these days? So I really like Quasi. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like all that, like what people might call the artsy or stuff. Um, Sorry, you, you cut people. out a little. You said Quasi and Polar? Yeah, Quasi, Polar. Yeah. 
uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just like what people might say is the artsier stuff. I'm a really big fan of. Uh, and Baker's really cool too. I I love ordering Baker shit just because they always come out with really cool graphics and Death Wish as well. Um, and that's my, one of my favorite parts about working at the skate shop is ordering all, uh, like a lot of the product. Like I get like first, first, or I get to see a lot of things that haven't come out yet, you know? So it's like, oh shit, this is sick. This is going to be really cool. Oh, people are going to like this, you know? And before I worked at the shop, I feel like I used to spend money every time that I would go there. And now... <laughs> Now that I work there, I get to see all the stuff that I think is cool every day. So in a way, I'm like kind of vicariously living through the shop. <laughs> and whenever a product shows up, I open it. I'm like, oh, this is so sick. It's like Christmas every week, you know? <laughs> yep. That today. Yeah. And then somebody else wants it. And I'm like, damn, that's such a sick board. Good on you for getting that one, whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. What size board do you ride? Uh, I ride an eight three eight, and I ride double sports. That's another brand I forgot to mention. Double oh, LT. Oh yeah, eight three eight kind of a weird size too. Like not all the companies make that. Yeah. Um. So I kind of had a journey with that because when I was skating uh, OB mostly, I was riding a nine. Um, yeah. and those, those were usually just, uh, shop decks. Um, and then I went down to eight, eight and then I went down to eight, five because I started trying to flip my board again. And then I was like, <laughs> eight, five might be too big too. And so then I went down to eight, three and eight, I feel like eight, three is the sweet spot. Yeah. I rode eight, three for a long time, but I was eventually like, Every time I went to the shop to look for one, they were like, we have eight fives or we have eight two fives. And I was like, fuck, eventually, eventually I decided to start riding eight fives and then, and then that's what I ride now. Yeah. What about you, Ruben? Yeah, I, I went through, I've been all over the damn place, dude. I feel like, I feel like when I started skating, I mean, I had a smaller size, like I probably had even like a seven, six or seven, eight and like slowly worked my way up. And yeah, I mean, like there was Anthem shapes that McKenney was making that were like eight, eight. So they were pretty up there and I went as high as that, like an eight, eight. And then I kind of worked my way back down to like eight, seven, fives and then eight, fives. I was riding an eight, three, eight. Uh, zero board for a minute um, yeah. that I filmed like a lot of the FTV part that I finished up on and then now that I was riding that board for like three months which is crazy I like, can't believe it didn't break but I'm glad it didn't because it like helped me finish that part and I was hyped to just keep the hype going on it but uh, yeah I'm back to 8.5 now because it's just solid like 8.5 you just you can't you can't beat that yeah, that was my setup too for a really long time. Eight five is a good size, no doubt. Yeah, um, yeah. And then to get back to what you were saying, Nick, uh so I actually base what we carry off of what people come in and look for. So we always have a lot of eight threes. Um, because I oh, feel yeah. like at yeah, at the skate park, that's what most people ride. So we just always try to have them, but it definitely isn't as common as the size eight two and eight five. Or, um, do you guys? You guys have not 
the the gnarliest shoe selection at the shop. Do you guys even carry uh, Nike or Adidas? No, we don't. Just because of I don't know. They're just I'm not super familiar with the way that they work things out, like mm-hmm. as far as contracts go and things. But we've heard like horror stories. So um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of like to you guys for making it happen without that. Cause I know. That's yeah, a lot of we are trying. We are trying to. Uh, make a bigger push on shoes though just because uh we feel like it is kind of a necessity now you know yeah Um, it's hard to keep a shoe inventory too just like takes up so much room to have like even you have one model of shoe and then it takes up like exactly like four square feet of space and just boxes of different sizes from like size six to 12 yeah and that's like the thing that like some people don't realize like people will like when people used to come in they'd be like do you have more in the back and it's like no that's what we have and you know it's like when the selection is limited and it's because when you get a model of a shoe you got to get that specific shoe in a seven a seven and a half an eight an eight and a half a nine yeah. nine and a half ten ten and a half so on and so forth and yeah and then there's another the same shoe and another color yeah, yeah. <laughs> and multiple yeah. brands yeah so right now we have states uh, we have Lakai's, we have DC's, and then we have uh, Fallen. Um, Did Carney say you guys are getting vans? Yeah, so we're getting vans hopefully by the end of the week. Uh, today, actually, we got a box of vans, but no shoes. It was just shoe displays and then rugs. <laughs> so like everything else, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we're getting we're there. Fun. But yeah, I'm stoked on that. It's going to be like the first like move in the direction that we want to go. Not to discredit any of the other brands, but like we're just trying to like, you know, like build it. Yeah. Well, you got to make money. And then like even, I don't, I mean, shops that do carry Nike, Adidas, New Balance, like nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you got to make money. Yeah, not at all. So, but yeah, yeah, we're, we're not I mean, particularly against it or just, I mean, yeah. I don't know how Carney feels about it, but like, <laughs> as far as being scared, I, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I don't want to like overdraw, you know? Yeah. I, it, it sucks because it's not, I don't know if this is like a, a good or bad thing, but it definitely was weird to me. Um, that like shoe companies are like, Oh, you want, if you want this, shoe that's like like nike it's like oh if you want this janoski then you have to buy this blazer too and it's like but i'm not gonna sell the blazer like i'm um, like yeah. i'm just gonna sell janoski well, that's because that's, that's what the kids want like, yeah yeah so I, I worked at a shop at a time when we had just opened uh the shop had just opened a nike account and i was like this is so weird but i don't know yeah. if that's a, that might be a totally normal thing but to me i'm like eh. Well, I think it only is with uh, bigger corporations, you know? Yeah. And because, I mean, the way Lakai and, uh, I mean, the way all the shoe brands that we carry work is we just basically order what we want. Like, we could order one pair of shoes if we wanted to, you know? Yeah, that's, that's sick. Yeah. What, what kind of yeah. shoes do you skate? Uh, <laughs> funny enough, I've always advanced. Um yeah. But uh, my girlfriend works at Vans, so that's how I've been getting them up late. Um, <laughs> and 
so when we put in that van's order, I told Jason, I was like, dude, I'm finally going to buy some shoes here. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do for yeah. them? Does she work at a uh, van store or at the... Uh, yeah, yeah, she just works at a van store. Yeah. That old nice. retail. Have you skated a pair of those uh, Rowan's? Yeah, I'm actually skating some right now. Um, How are they? So I had a pair of half caps before, and uh-huh. I love that shoe. But I've always been a low-top type of person, and when I got the Rowan's, I was in love. They're so fucking comfortable, dude. And they're definitely not for people that are used to a thin shoe, but mm-hmm. I, I love them. They're fucking bulk, and they're sturdy, and they just feel really right. <laughs> <laughs> Those statements were not paid for. <laughs> yeah. I I usually uh I'm I've been skating slip ons and stuff for a long time so I don't know if I could if I could rock them. Go back to races. <laughs> I mean I've I've recently gone back to uh some some laced up shoes. I have a pair of boost knits that I got for like half ass yeah. I've, I've been liking in the um, but I also have a pair of of Lakai's, the the Riley Hawk Lakai's. Um, I like because they're slip on, but they do have the laces, so yeah, if they start to blow yeah. out on you. You can like tighten them up, which is nice because oh, that's yeah. what, like, the problem with slip ons is the elastic like blows out. Yeah, that's why, dude. I love slip ons, but I don't know what to get in them because they they either get too tight for me or they're too loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I was skating the strays for a while, and I would get them like a half size smaller so that they had room to expand on it. Yeah, totally. But um, anyways, <laughs> we could uh, start to wrap it up here soon. Ruben, did you have any uh, questions that you wanted to get in here? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to, well, first of all, just thank you, man, for joining us and being a part of the call. I'm stoked that we got to yeah, check thank in. thank you. And- catch up and and again i mean thank you for all that you do uh for the san diego skate scene for slappies and also for contributing to the magnum we can't thank you enough um but yeah i mean i wanted to ask i mean this is typically how we wrap up calls just to like discuss any words of wisdom for other skaters and other people during this quarantine period and if you had any to offer at this time um, when things get weird for me, like, I just like to give myself something to look forward to. Um, so if anybody out there is having, like, a hard time, just fucking give yourself something to be stoked about, you know, something that's going to come in the future that is going to, like, make you feel better or whatever, you know, like. Like I said earlier, it's not going to be permanent. We're fucking going to get through this, and everybody's going to be out, like, skating the park or getting some clips in the future. So, you know, like, fucking, like, I've heard the saying so many times, but it's weird times that we're living in. Fucking, so we're just <laughs> going to have to deal with it, you know? Yeah. We're have to get through it, whether we like it or not. That's right. That's good advice, man. We haven't heard that one yet. I like that. I like that too. Um, what do you think um, the effect of this will be on not just 
Slappy's garage, but all skate shops and kind of like the skate industry as a whole. Dude, I don't know. Like, it's weird. A lot of people have been uh, coming to us for group tapes, and so I'm just over here wondering where they're getting bored, you know? I'm scared <laughs> that people are just going to become heavily reliant on online stores rather than on uh like brick and mortar skate shops you know mm-hmm. so like like i said i'm i i don't consider myself a pessimist but i am like kind of like leaning towards that this is going to have like a negative effect on shops which i don't want in any way whatsoever and that's not just for slappies but that's for every shop in san diego and every shop in the u.s you know because yeah totally like the shops are where fucking people like make friends and like hang out and you know like go to get their things but it's more than just a storefront for people you know like at least skateboarders so I don't know I'm hoping for the best but yeah yeah, I I think it's just really unpredictable at this point because I mean people and the way people react is also a factor in it you know it's not just the pandemic it's the people as well yeah, um, true, man. Yeah, it's, it's, we are all in this together, and we gotta stick yeah. it out and fucking. You know, I it. I always lean towards support your local skate shop, and uh, definitely do that if you can. Even though it's kind of like maybe a little bit harder right now, but like definitely, if you have the time and the money buy stuff from your local shop and like if you don't have a local shop then you know go to mail order or something um yeah but yeah uh, yeah cool man well thanks thanks again for doing this um did you want to give any shout outs while we got you here we dropped uh, quite a few names but anybody you want to repeat or throw in there yeah fuck Shout out Slappy's Garage. Shout out yeah. Jason Carney for everything you've done for me and everybody else that's affiliated with the shop or has ever been in the shop or anything. Again, yeah. shout out Kevin Love, Charlie Stover, Aaron Platt. Those are my roommates. They're all rad. Fucking mm-hmm. Turtle that does our t-shirts. Herbie fucking does our shop board. Bareback. Herbie. Fucking best Best Wood in the Biz, Nick Shields, Ruben Berry. <laughs> Gigi? Good. Gigi, of course. I didn't yeah. want to bring her up too many times, so we'll throw her in there one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some shit for that statement. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, fucking skateboarding, fucking San Diego is so sick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Uh, where can people find your photography? So I actually have two accounts. My first one is Eduardo, E-D-U-A-R-T-O-E. Second one is Eduardo 2. Just added two at the end. Um, the first one is strictly skateboarding, and the second one is all my film photos. Um, if you want to find anything else, just check out shieldwithmag.com or anything oh, else associated yeah. with. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And uh where where can people um uh follow Slappy's Garage and, and buy product from you guys? 
So you can go on our Instagram at Flappy's Garage, S L A P P Y S G A R A G E, or you can check out our site at Flappy's Garage SB.com. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the information you need. Fucking hit me up if you have any more questions. But yeah, other than that, it should be it. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate you, man. Hey, hey guys. This has been fun. that's all for this episode of quarantine call with shieldless mag thanks for tuning in and if you enjoyed the episode make sure to share it on instagram and tag us at shieldless mag make sure to follow eduardo at eduardo e-d-u-a-r-t-o-e if you enjoy the song that's playing right now it's by our friends at the band tome you can find a link to their band camp in the description we hope you tune in next time and stay safe out there peace Oh, Lord, What are you?